This podcast contains adult themes and language, and some of the things that we discuss may be disturbing to some listeners. In this podcast, we discuss sexual assault, torture, race, and murder. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, Fruit Loops Pod Squad. We had some challenges this week and were unable to finish our episode in time. But we didn't want to leave you with nothing to listen to, so we're releasing one of our patron-only Extra Extra episodes. We release these weekly for our patrons on Patreon, and this one is from the week of August 8th. We hope you enjoy it. We will have a new episode for you next week. With that said, let's get on with the show. Read all about it. Fruit Loops has some <laughs> updates for you, and we are gonna shout it. Shout it. Oh, my friend, how are you doing over there? I'm doing good. It's a good day. It is. It is. Yeah. We're recording this on a Friday, which is <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah. We love Fridays. Um, yeah. and that is all I'll say about that. Yeah. because um, it's wild out there. Let's get into it. It um, is wild. <laughs> let's see. Uh, did you hear about the ICU nurse who killed six people in a Los Angeles car crash? No. What? You didn't see the video? I did not. Girl, I saw this... the video of, of Anne Hesh driving into a house. Oh, I didn't see that video, but it was all over my timeline that she is not doing well in a coma. Not she expected died. to survive. She, yeah, died? she died? Yeah. Stop it. Oh, my no, God. Anne Hesh? I will not. Yep. Oh, my God. I know. Whoa. I was shocked too she's pretty young she's like 52 or something yes but i think yeah. i saw that there was fentanyl in her well system? they said there might be drugs in her system but they didn't say what the drugs were they were speculating and oh. so yeah she was probably um doing drugs well let me yeah. tell you like i said when you, when you can't go on a vacation Corona's yeah, everywhere, monkeypox. Yeah, you gotta just escape. don't drive a car. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so wow. tell me about this ICU nurse. So um, this woman killed six people. Uh, she basically, she got in a fight with her mans and got real emotional, jumped in her car, her SUV, and sped through this intersection. By the way, this is a famous intersection. It's off Slauson um, at like 100 miles an hour. Oh, my God. And the video, it is a flash. And then kabooloey explosions. It's very disturbing to watch. Yeah. Um, And uh, she's now facing 90 years in prison. She's a black woman. She's an an ICU nurse. She's from Houston. Um, Her name is Nicole Linton. Um, and she's been charged with six counts because six people were killed, including oh my God. a pregnant woman. She was six or seven oh months God. pregnant on her way to the doctor with her almost one-year-old son oh, in the car. Jesus. And so far, her the, that victim and um, her baby were the only ones names that have been released that I could find. Um, so rest in power to Sheree Ryan. Yeah was 23 she was pregnant and her son was almost one years old his name was alonzo mm, that's so sad um it's it's really sad and i think the um the da was um commented on the fact that she was pregnant because the public was calling for her for the uh, unborn baby to be an added count and right. i think he said he just couldn't um because of the way the laws are in california huh. um um, so, because I was just listening to another another podcast about Lacey Peterson. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, I I'm gonna I have more questions, but what did they say? <laughs> oh, they were they were saying that uh, that the law was changed mm-hmm. so that if uh, somebody killed a woman who was pregnant, uh, that they could be charged with uh, the death of the fetus as well. Oh, interesting. Now, is that in Florida where Lacey no, Peterson is California. from? That's, oh, interesting. Oh, well, I guess we'll have to stay tuned on that yeah, one. Um, yeah. But it, for this particular case, the DA wasn't in a position to do it, even though the public was calling for it. Hmm. Um, Linton, the nurse, is being held on $9 million bail. So she's not Never getting out. Getting out. Yeah. Um, if convicted, so she wasn't hospitalized? She was hospitalized. Oh, okay. um, I think she got out of the she... hospital earlier okay. this week. The crash happened the end of last week. Oh, and, okay. And um, what was I going to say? Wow. Oh, everybody thought she was faded or, or on drugs. 
no drugs in her system or alcohol. She was to just speak mad. Of. She was just mad. Wow. Um, and I, I feel like it's an example of hurt people hurt people. She was hurt. Yeah. She got in her car and she hurt other people yeah. um, in a really horrific way. Also, apparently she's had 13 crashes, 13 <gasps> car accidents, Holy which shit. is a lot. But yeah, that's I nuts. mean, considering that there's so many people and so many cars on the road, it would be weird if you had zero accidents. That would I, be weird. That yeah, would be but weird. 13, but 13 is a lot. Is a lot of I think accidents. in my entire life, I may have been in four accidents. Really? And and most of them were not my fault. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think. I've been in a, in a handful, um, maybe three um, and I'm 38. Um, right. Wait a minute, how old am I? Yeah, I think I'm 38. <laughs> but, <laughs> Isn't it funny how when, as you get older, you forget like, how old I you have are? No idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 30 something, uh, maybe 40. Who knows? Yeah, I'm pushing 40. That's all that matters. And my knees will tell you the same. Now, so uh, yeah, 13 crashes is a lot. So the public was also like, "How did this woman?" still have a driver's license yeah but, but accidents happen i tell people this yeah. all the time that just because you are get in an accident it doesn't doesn't it doesn't make you a bad person that's why people have insurance is because bad right. things happen right it, they just, just happen yeah you're not 13 it's not like you're planning on, on having an accident <laughs> Ooh, let me get in my car let me crash everything <laughs> No, you know what? That's very insensitive. I'm gonna stop. But anyway, that's a lot of car crashes for one person. Yeah, it is. But um, even in LA. Yeah. Um. So what do you got? I'm so surprised you didn't. Oh, I have to ask another podcast about Lacey Peterson. Oh what? yeah. What What was I doing? I forget. I was listening to some podcast, and I don't know. I was just listening to like different episodes, and one of them happened to be Lacey Peterson. Oh, okay. Uh, that's you one do of the, you do you boo. <laughs> it's a story that that uh, interests me. Like every I once thought, in a while, I thought about this because you were also really into the Lori Vallow story, which yes. I I did not find compelling. But it was one of those stories that it did. It just never seemed to go away. It always yeah. lingered a bit, kind of like Lacey's story. So and Lace eventually. There, something happened. Yeah, I think what um, fascinates me is it just like weird stories. Like the Lacey yeah. Peterson story to me is weird. Like what happened? What, you know, it's just yeah. like odd. And yeah. then the Lori Vallow one too, like the whole cult element yeah. and like she killed her kids and yeah we don't know exactly what happened and yeah, yeah it's just uh fascinating to me I'm like always trying to figure out well maybe somebody will give me some information well I'll know what happened <laughs> but it never they never it, do so <laughs> yeah yeah but we're, you're st we're still interested in that stuff so yeah well and uh, if there's no answer to to my satisfaction then I continue to to be interested because I want an answer. Oh my God, they're teasing you. Yes. Oh my God, it's true crime foreplay. <laughs> yes, oh my God, is. oh behave. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, thanks for um, answering my question. I oh, was you're welcome. curious you're and welcome. I was thinking about it earlier this yeah, week. Yeah, what the hell? What is it? Because <laughs> um, we'll talk about we'll talk about nine in a bit because I'm fascinated oh, yeah. by, by what is going on. Yes, but, uh, yes it, that's, that's, I, that's on my next. Oh, uh, okay. Right. Okay. 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 Tell me about it. So, so you, you guys all know probably by now that the FBI FBI raided Mar-a-Lago this past Monday. Uh oh, um, yeah, you have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were looking for classified documents. And yeah. uh, what happened? What had happened was <laughs> come to find out. Matter of fact, <laughs> those are when things Trump... black people say when the story's really compelling. <laughs> come to find out, <laughs> when Trump left the White House, he was supposed to turn over uh, his documents to the National Archives oh. and the National Archives said it received some documents um, at the end of the administration, but that some of them had been torn up and taped back together and Oopsies. that others were handed over in scraps. 
Like, Wait, and, you're not and allowed I to do that. Out, yeah, I found out like through through all this that Trump was in the habit of tearing up documents. Like he would just yeah. tear them up, and people would like come after him, be like, "No, no, you can't do that." You and then they would like tape that. them back together, and sometimes <laughs> he would flush them down the toilet. Yes, isn't that yeah. wild? That's you're nuts. the president. Sir. You're the president. Why are you doing <laughs> you can't this? Do that. Oh yeah. my god. And I didn't so know over. You were in a- I was just thinking, maybe he thought you weren't supposed, like, I don't know. I, I'm I think just thinking, he just I'm has no, logic. no, he has no respect for anything. So he mm. doesn't give a shit. He's like, I don't like this. I'm going to tear it up. That's, gotcha. that's Trump. Yeah. yeah. So over the past year and a half, Trump has repeatedly faced questions about the documents that he turned over and the documents that he kept that by law were supposed to be handed over to the National Archives. Right. And in mid-January of 2022, the National Archives succeeded in retrieving 15 boxes of materials that Trump took from the White House and was oh. storing at Mar-a-Lago. And Uh-oh. the agency said it had negotiated with Trump's lawyer throughout 2021 to have those materials returned. Mm -hmm. But sometime after receiving those boxes, the National Archives discovered what appeared to be classified information within the documents. Oh, no. And yeah, so they flagged the incident to the Justice Department. And so, and I've been listening. That's our boy Merrick Garland, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Christopher Ray is the, the head of the FBI. And guess who appointed him? Did Mr. Trump do that? Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, bro. <laughs> you played yourself so hard on that one. Wow. <laughs> True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. Four hours ago, I found out the person I'd been dating and seeing for the last six months as a con man. That is my sister Emma. Andrew Tonks's lies had been so convincing, she'd invested $300,000 with him. However, the tables were about to turn on Andrew. What he didn't know was that Emma had discovered his real identity. But to get any chance of justice, Emma had to act like it was business as usual. Coming up in this series, and that's when murder, all this stuff goes through my mind. I'm really, really scared. I'm assuming Sarah has watched too much Netflix and figures I've been defrauding you. Couldn't be further from the truth. That's what this was, a real-life story that seems so unbelievable, but it was actually true. A true story that all starts with one simple swipe to the right. I'm Sarah Ferris. And I'm Emma Ferris. And this is my story, Conning the Con. So um, a federal grand jury issued a subpoena 
related to the document investigation. And, and at some point in the spring, some mm-hmm. federal agents, um, including one involved in counterintelligence, made oh. a visit to Mar-a-Lago to, to get more information about the classified documents that might... Friend, just a friendly visit. There. Yeah, just a yeah. friendly visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to him. And, and apparently they were trying to, you know, see if there were any there and try to get them back if they were. But uh-huh. uh, apparently Trump wasn't cooperating. So... Oh, no. FBI agents, uh, they descended on his home. And they had to break <laughs> open a safe. Um, oh and, no! And I've been listening to safe. a lot of yeah. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about this, like uh, political podcasts. Like yeah, stay t- stay tuned with pre. Oh, of course, and of course. The daily and yes. you know stuff like that to yeah. try to you know, get more information. Understand. Yeah, yeah. And I got the impression that uh, somebody probably told them that there was something in the safe. Because otherwise, they probably oh. wouldn't have like gone to that uh, extreme. To those lengths, yeah, right. yeah. Ooh. And so they they got these documents, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then after you know after they 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 went to his house and got these documents. Um, then of course Trump was complaining, and he said it was basically it was like a political hit job. And yep. he also claimed that Obama took documents. Oh and, no. <laughs> Yeah, here. Get my president's name out your mouth. (laughs) The National Archives said, no, that's not true. Obama was very cooperative and, Uh you know, Trump Uh is such a dick. And so all the, you know, the GOP is like all freaking out and right. saying, saying all kinds of ridiculous stuff. So yeah, oh, oh, um, my favorite has been defund the police. And I never <laughs> thought I would hear a white person say that. Oh <laughs> my God. That's and hilarious. Marjorie Taylor Greene said defund the mm. FBI. And I said, oh, is there oh something wrong with God. my eyeballs or my screen? Cause <laughs> this can't be right. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, uh, the other day, a guy attacked the FBI office in Cincinnati with a nail gun. A nail gun, sir. Get the shit out of me. Get away from Yeah. Me. Oh, my gosh. As far as weapons go, that's a, that's that's a nasty one. It's just one. painful. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. Mm. So um, because of all these things, um, Merrick Garland gave a press conference, uh, basically because Trump had brought it up and the Republicans were saying all these ridiculous things. Uh-huh. So he felt like he had to at least say something about it. But you could tell by the, the press conference that he was like, I'm not going to say what we're looking for. Our investigation mm-hmm. speaks mm-hmm. for itself. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to unseal the the warrant because uh, Trump has the warrant. He could give it. He's, he was saying something about the warrant, uh, mm-hmm. that he didn't have it or something like that. And he's like, he yeah. has it. He has it, and he can no. let you guys see it if he wants to, but he doesn't want to, apparently, so we're going to yeah, unseal it. Yeah, the text says, you read it, so <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> the text, the bubbles on my phone say, you read my message, yeah. so what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so they, they unsealed it today, and they yeah, oh. they did. So oh. that happened about 3 p.m. Eastern time today. Mm. Um, The filing uh, includes two attachments, attachment A and attachment B. Girl, did you read them? No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm just uh, looking at it. I will read them, but um, I'm just reading from the news article. Okay. Um, So it indicates that the Justice Department, in its search of the Mar-a-Lago estate, is investigating potential violation of at least three separate separate criminal statutes, including a statute under the Espionage Act. Wow, that's serious. Yeah. And there's other stuff in there, but yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, um, all the programming I listened to today said he, he took the nuclear codes home. Well, that is a, that's a rumor okay. that's going around. <laughs> we don't okay. know for sure. Some sources have said that classified documents relating to nuclear weapons were among the items that the FBI sought, mm-hmm. um, but we don't know what exactly i love i i love how met like you even sound very measured like well well <laughs> but, 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 it, but the the media is really bad at this though though the because uh, the media is mostly white 
right? Yeah. And yeah. what is um really frustrating to me is he is a crime person. He is a person oh, yeah. who committed crimes. He is a criminal. But for some reason, oh, oh yeah, I know what it is. He's rich, powerful, male, and white. The right. rules seem to just not apply. Yeah, yeah. Get so that changed. was one one thing that um, <laughs> Merrick Garland said that I really liked um, was that. Uh, let's see, let's see, what did he say? I wrote it down. Um, mm. uh, he said, faithful adherence to the rule of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department and our democracy. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly without fear or favor. Under my watch, that is precisely what the Justice Department is doing. Okay, so, Merrick yeah. Garland. You go, girl. You go, girl. Okay, <laughs> We see you, Merrick. I feel yeah. so bad. I felt so bad for Merrick Garland when he got nominated by Barack Obama to be a Supreme Court justice. And you, right. I know he would have done an excellent job, but I yeah. feel like and he got this is his for yeah. 18 months or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, um, what's the lady that Christian lady got nominated like i don't know a month before the election and i get all my i get all my white ladies confused uh amy coney barrett yes yeah yeah i just think of her as the christian lady <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh boy yeah she is that too um yeah. but uh so it's been a delicious week it has been i i will say <laughs> I, I have felt like and back to your point about the Lori Vallow and the Lacey Peterson, like this Trump story is one that has been lingering in the news for years. Yeah, he yeah. Did, he did it. Everybody, he did it. But he did he's it. out of jail. Yeah. And right. it's still, and so every time I heard news about it, I just would brush it off because I knew nothing was going to happen. But now it feels like something's happening. Something, yeah. And I am paying attention. <laughs> I'm still not sure that anything's going to happen. But I was also listening to an episode of uh i don't i don't remember it was something oh, okay. and they were they were talking about um like all of the different investigations that are going on right now mm-hmm. against trump like the georgia thing oh yeah and the january 6th uh-huh and there's something going on in new york i think oh <laughs> and so he's got like all these investigations going on and they were saying well which one which one do you think is is he losing sleep over and they were like the georgia one <laughs> you think so that's what oh, they that's said what, that's what they said did that's they say they why said. they thought that no i don't remember sorry Oh, that's okay. Well, this this is such a compelling story, and I I'm really glad we get to t- we got to talk about it because I've been like w- holding my tongue. Like I know. You, did you see this? Now, speaking <laughs> speaking more of nine, four yeah. and five add add up to nine. That's what I call right, him. Right. He pleaded the fifth. Oh you yeah. Remember that? You remember that yeah, uh, Dave said... Chappelle sketch where he was like, "I plead the fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. I got something you need to know. I'm going to plead the fifth. Did you remember that? I Ask don't. me a question. I'm going to say fifth. So many amendments in the Constitution. Uh, fifth. Anyway, so that's, so that's where that's my mind went when I saw this headline. Because my man, your man's Trump was in, was in a deposition for six hours, I guess, with the New York district attorney oh, who's wow. investigating his business practices. Right. I think maybe it was yesterday. And he, you know, they, when you go into a deposition, you sit down, the court reporter says, okay, hold up your right hand. So you know, they swear you in under oath. And then you go ans- answering questions that the lawyers ask you. And <laughs> under oath, the only question he answered was his name. That's Everything it. else, he pleaded the fifth. He pleaded right. the fifth 440 times or Holy more. <laughs> and he pleaded the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he famously said only guilty people plead the fifth. Oh, you know, they use those words against him. Yeah, girl. Yes, yeah. yes, oh, he yeah. did. So mm-hmm. what? what's up? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, so it's I so thought that awesome. was hilarious. Again, more pep in my step. I, I have rockets in my shoes. That's how like <laughs> pumped up I am about this week. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was my story about the fifth yeah, what do you got yeah. <laughs> i think it's your turn for your turn for a story now 
Oh, that was my story. He played the fifth. In the oh, he played the fifth. That yeah. was it. Okay. So, um, also, Senator uh, Lindsey Graham is in trouble too. Uh oh. What did he do that? now? No, I he didn't, didn't. He didn't show up for a deposition. I think, or, or let me see, show up for. Oh no, he was supposed to show up for uh, a, an appearance uh, at the Fulton County Courthouse. Um, for a special grand jury investigating for the, Ger- the Georgia Trump. thing. Yeah, for the Georgia thing. Oh and shit, that's he was up. he was subpoenaed and mm-hmm. uh he he initially challenged the subpoena mm-hmm. um but then he su- reached an agreement to move his challenges to the district court in Georgia because he wanted to I guess move it to South Carolina. I don't know. Mm. Um but he came to an agreement and he was supposed to show on Wednesday mm-hmm. and he didn't show. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, it's sanction time. Let's hope let's hope um that uh the penalties will be um enough that he either does what he's supposed to do or uh goes to jail. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Let's hope so. Uh, yeah, fingers you crossed. See, I just feel like um maybe, maybe these evil people are finally getting their due. Like the chickens are coming home to roost. Yes. Like my like Malcolm X said. Yep. Maybe. Exactly. Maybe. Maybe. Cuz um, they always say evil people will eventually uh something will eventually happen and sometimes you like you despair. Like these people are doing these evil things and they're mm-hmm. terrible and they're hurting people and you feel like it's it's never going to stop. Yeah. And then and then it, one day it does. One day it does. If we just yeah. hang on just for hang a on. little while yeah. longer. Hang on by your fingertips yeah. everybody. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is um I would have laughed at your encouraging words to just hang on a little bit. Yeah. Um because karma always comes through. Um, but, uh, now, now that I have rockets in my shoes because of all this news, <laughs> yeah, talk um, to me again I'm next really week or in a month really and see how on. I feel. <laughs> I, can hold, I can hold on for at least another week. That's yeah, where I'm yeah, at. For another week, for sure. <laughs> but I also, um, somebody, oh, it was, I think it was on, on, uh, pre, um, hmm. they were saying that, uh, the FBI is probably going to go dark until after the election. Wait a minute. Like they're not going to release any information about their findings. Is that what that Uh, means? Yeah, they're probably not. We're not going to hear anything until after the election because because the election is so close. Yeah. And um, they've made that mistake before. They've made that mistake before. They don't Uh want to do it again. Mm -hmm. So they're probably going to go dark until after the election. So don't be surprised if we don't hear anything. Don't get don't get. Don't go into despair. <laughs> My rockets have run out of gas. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'll be but okay. Other, you know, other things can happen, like the Georgia thing, the, yeah. the New York thing. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. 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 One, two, three, four. Fifth. <laughs> and it's spelled, by the way, F-I-F. Fifth. The fifth, the yeah. fifth. He goes, he goes. Dave Chappelle goes. He goes. Hey, uh, I got uh, this important piece of paper in this folder here. I think you want to ask me about it. It says fifth, and on the paper is the word F I F. Oh my god, it's so funny. So then, oh, <laughs> on the morning of August first, nineteen sixty-six. Shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects. Hello, this is Dr. Grande. 
the host of True Crime Psychology and Personality. On my podcast, I explore and explain the pathology behind some of the most horrendous crimes and those who commit them. We discuss topics like narcissism, psychopathy, sociopathy, and antisocial personality disorder from a scientifically informed perspective. What is a narcissist? How do you spot a sociopath? What signs can you look for to protect yourself from these dangerous personalities? It's not just about the stories, but also the science and psychology behind them. So if you're interested in true crime or mental health, I'd encourage you to give my show a listen wherever you get podcasts. Um, well, I have a mm, not so happy story. I have okay. um, two um, very not um, not happy, uh, okay. not happy stories. Um, so I'll start with the first one. Albuquerque police. Uh, oh, no, not the Albuquerque one. And you know what? I'll just go in the Albuquerque one. Albuquerque police have detained a suspect in the killings of Muslim men. Mm. Now, these killings, there's been four. But they've oh, happened since November. Yeah. yeah. Four Muslim men have been killed since November and authorities fear that they may be connected. And I don't need to know anything else. Of course, these are serial hate crimes against Muslims, but the authorities don't want to come out and say that yet for some reason. What they are saying is that they have a primary suspect in custody for the killings of these Muslim men in Albuquerque. Um, the deaths have sparked fear in the Muslim community. So these people have been shooketh for a long time, since 9-11. But um, this particular event increased that fear. So police tracked down what they believe is a vehicle that was involved in these one, at least one of the slayings, they said, not all four of them. And they described it as a dark gray, silver four-door Volkswagen Jetta or a Passat with dark tinted windows. Um, authorities released a picture of the car and have offered a $20,000 reward for any information leading to an arrest. Now, it's so unclear. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, I think actually... The uh, suspect is Muslim. Huh? Yeah. I didn't see that in the articles. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I actually read articles more than one for this one. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I heard about this story and I was very surprised. But yeah, um, I just Googled it and his name is Muhammad Syed. Whoa. Okay. Well, uh, forget the reward. They got the, the suspect, <laughs> the suspect him. in custody. They got him. They, yeah, uh, he's in custody. So I, I didn't see his name. So thank you for that. You're um, welcome. This is a big deal. Um, even Joe Biden noticed uh, the news about the slangs and he said, you know, attacks like these have no place in America. Thanks for saying that, yeah. Joe Byron. Yeah. Um, the victims, let me just list their names. Mohammed Afzal Hussein was 27. Um, Na Naeem ha Hussein, 25. Uh, Aftab Hussein, 41. And Mohammed Ahmadi, 62. Um, some of them were from Afghanistan, Afghanistan and some were from Pakistan. Um but some of them were also members of the same mosque and they were all killed by in ambush shootings, ambush shootings. Wow. Um, and the common elements again are their race and the religion. Um, and, uh, people in the Muslim community have expressed fear, questions, concern, terror. It's affecting their lives in such a profound way. It's affecting how they move on the daily. So people yeah. aren't even leaving their houses unless they wow. have to, absolutely have to. Yeah. Um, and apparently Albuquerque doesn't have many anti-Muslim hate crime reports, at least over the past five years. The FBI has a center, a center for study of hate and extremism. I would think they would be busier than they are. Anyway, <laughs> from 2017 to 2020, there was one anti-Muslim hate crime a year. And I don't know how accurate those numbers are. Um, but that's the what that's what they reported. Hmm. The highest number of um, anti-Muslim hate crime in Albuquerque was in 2016. I wonder what happened that year when yeah. six out of 25 hate crimes were anti-Muslim. Wow. Um, that, I guess, largely tracks with national trends, which hit their lowest numbers in the in a decade in 2020. We were all in the house only to increase by 45 percent in 2021 in a dozen cities and states. Um for some reason, Albuquerque authorities say they cannot determine, oh, my God, if the slayings were hate crimes or not until they <laughs> identify the suspect and a motive. Um, yeah, so they did identify they him. They did and identify him and he's so, a Muslim. So now I'm I don't know looking, what to say. 
I'm looking at uh, this article and it says some reports have suggested the possibility that Syed, a Sunni Muslim, had targeted his victims over anger that his daughter married a Shia Muslim. Oh, so yeah, I don't know. But um, well, I just wanted to know. I just wanted to bring it there. It sounds like this is a developing story. Beth has already uh, found out there's a suspect in his (laughs) name. Um, when I wrote this, this, my, my notes on this story, I didn't have one. So I apologize, but anyway, it just seems, um, it's, it, that's, that's a lot of people to die in a small community. Um, it really is somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, so rest in power to those victims. Um, anyway, what do you got, Beth? Um, did you hear about a New York city man who, uh, gunned down a restaurant employee in a dispute over duck sauce? Did um, we cover this? No. Are no. you, are you, what? No, I don't know. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Duck sauce? Duck sauce. Yeah. What so kind Glenn... of dispute over sauce? <laughs> so Glenn Hirsch is the guy's name that, uh, he was arrested and uh, he murdered Yan Jiwen, a Chinese okay. restaurant deliveryman, in April of this year. Um, okay. And I guess Glenn Hirsch was mad because he wasn't given enough duck sauce in with oh. a no- November order. So he ordered Chinese food in November. And mm-hmm. then he was so mad after being denied a refund, he went on a harassment campaign, stocking, slashing tires, and pointing a gun at the restaurant's owner. What? And then all of that escalated into her sh- shooting Jan while he was delivering food. No fucking Isn't that crazy? way. Wait, I have to ask, is Mr. Hirsch white? White, yeah. Okay. Of course he is. Yeah. Okay. I, I find that white people get really mad about very small Stupid stuff. Things. And, but then yeah. they act, their actions would have lead you to believe that it's a very big thing. And yes. Duck yes. sauce is very small. Duck wow. Sauce. <laughs> yeah. So I guess this guy, Glenn Hirsch, uh, committed suicide. So. <gasps> what? Yeah. He, they don't even get to take him to the jail nope. or ask what the hell, sir? Nope. So he was supposed to go to a court appearance, but he missed it. So people went looking for him and they found that he'd committed suicide. Uh, he shot himself. Wow. You know what? I. It sounds like there was a lot more going on with this man than yeah, just definitely. a low duck sauce supply. Yep. Yeah. Um, Some mental so, health issues for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a mess. I, I mean, <laughs> there was, there's just so many other options. Um, yeah. Now, I'm not talking about just the suicide part. Like, he the, the could duck have the duck sauce is <laughs> not a big deal, bro. No. Like, wow. So, two people are dead now. And that's yep. really and tragic. That's over duck sauce. Well, I did not hear about that story, but thank you, Beth, for keeping us informed. Look at us, fruities. (laughs) Next time at the water cooler, we are going to be so informed. Um, I have have a sad story. Okay. So did you hear about the father who killed his three children and himself on live streaming? Oh, my God. On live stream? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, apparently um, he was upset. Um, I guess he he ranted about a lot of things. One of the things he said that was that his baby mother gave him an STD. Um, this all happened in Oklahoma City. This man, it was 29 years old. He's a, a black man, and um, his name is Francois Little John. Um, and he live streamed the final moments before killing his three children and himself. Oh my God. Now, what had happened was, uh, I guess police were called to the home to do a welfare check. And then the suspect left the family home with the children. And he was threatening to kill the kids on social media before this all went down. And before a family member, the police b- came? Before the killing. Before the killing happened. Before okay, that okay. rant. There was another rant. And family members saw it. It must happen at like 4 a.m. on Saturday morning. Family members saw it and reported it to the police. And police tried really hard to find the, lo- the location of this man and the children. 
they didn't make it in time to get the kids to safety mm. and the father executed them. Um, and I just want to say their names, two-year-old Trinity, little John, four-year-old Aaliyah, little John, and six-year-old Kyron, little John. Um, and so just rest in power to those little babies. Um, yeah, that's that a really, very sad. really sad case. I feel like there's a theme here today, like get help, um, get, 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 yeah. get, talk to, talk talk to, to somebody. I mean, seriously, I mean, hurt, hurt people, hurt other people. And right. even though crime is subjective, the big ones, murder, rape, theft are, um, so preventable. And yeah. that's really, um, just it's just, this is a sad case, so I'm sorry to bring yeah. it here, but I felt like uh, I needed to lift up those little kids' names so yeah, we didn't forget thank them. Thank you. Yeah. The truth about the Haditha massacre has been covered up, but not anymore. I know you know what happened. They went into houses and killed women and children. What are you thinking? What a mess. U.S. Marines murdered innocent civilians in cold blood. And at the center of it all is 25-year-old Sergeant Frank Wooderick and me, Murder in House 2, a new podcast from Crowd Network. So do you have any more stories? I do have one. It's a silly story. Okay. What All do right. you got? Well, I got two more stories, so I'll do this one, you do yours, and then I'll do my final one. Close us out. Okay. Okay. All right. Here. So the Door Christian Fellowship Ministries in McAllen, Texas, performed the musical Hamilton last weekend. Oh, I Mac heard about this trash ass show. <laughs> the McAllen Church performed the musical twice on August 5th uh -huh. and then again on August 6th. Uh -huh. And one performance was live streamed and published online, which okay. sounds nice, right? <laughs> Not my Hamilton. <laughs> well, it, sounds, it sounds nice, except okay. they changed lyrics and added text without permission. <laughs> yeah, it was super anti-LGBTQ. Yeah, I guess. clips of the performance show scenes not in the original musical of characters making references to confessing and repenting to the Lord and Savior, while the post-show sermon suggests being gay is a sin and something an individual may struggle with alongside sub substance addiction, broken wow. marriages, or poor finances. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh. And a representative of the Hamilton musical said the show was unaware of this un unauthorized staging of Hamilton and that the musical does not grant amateur or professional licenses for any stage productions and did not grant one to the door church. The uh -oh. production also issued a cease and desist letter for the unauthorized use of the musical's intellectual property. And Good. Lynn Manuel Miranda responded publicly in a tweet saying, grateful to all of you who reached out about this illegal, unauthorized production. Now lawyers do their work. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legally. Tell them. Tell them. <laughs> tell them, Lynn. Oh, uh, I'm, uh, man. I so gross. That one, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I know it's catchy music, but right. I don't know why you would taint it to. Um... Well, they they were making it better. <laughs> oh, it was a punch up. You say? Yes, oh. that's what I'm sure. That's what they thought. No, no, no. Uh, we're we're gonna call that one punch down the jams. Uh, <laughs> punch down the jams. <laughs> my punch was one down, of my favorite. Punch yeah. It down. Punch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow uh nope nope no, i'm not getting tickets to that show yeah, um no, I, no i gotta say the one. day the day the day i first saw hamilton was one of the greatest days of my life but the dance yeah. out with beth was another amazing yeah, day in my was life so awesome Ooh, yeah oh man nothing like a little hamilton to make you feel good yeah for sure um, musicals in general i uh, olivia newton john died this week yeah and i've been listening to greece a lot like oh yeah oh, just beautiful beautiful yeah. i don't even care that there's no black or brown people in it <laughs> uh, <laughs> just... it wasn't oh you know uh wasn't there uh some black and brown people Ch in xanadu i've never seen xanadu is you that the roller skating xanadu? one yeah mm -hmm. Nah. You never saw Xanadu? No, I've seen Xanadu performed on the thanks Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and I not 
I'm not into it. It doesn't speak to me. <laughs> yeah, it was very silly. It was very okay. silly. <laughs> but, it, but it, you know, it was 1980 and... Uh, it was I, the 80s. It was the 80s. <laughs> and I went and saw it. Yeah. Oh, and I, okay. I think, I think there's some uh, women of color in it. I could be wrong, though. But Olivia Newton-John was in it. Misremembering. Uh, yeah, Olivia Newton-John oh. was in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, girl, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, that's why I brought I'm it like, up. Why are you asking me about <laughs> Xanadu? Why, why are you talking about okay. Xanadu? Okay, oh, yeah, I'm looking at a picture right now. There are uh, there's a black lady. Um, there's another lady who uh, she's a woman of color. I, well, maybe I'll check it out. I love the ridiculous. Um, it is very silly. It's very silly. Roller yeah, skated yesterday. I've actually been wearing my roller skates during the day. Like oh. while, I work, while I work at home. Really? Well, they say if you want to be really good at roller skating, you should wear your roller skates mo- like Just more often. All, all over the place. But it is very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways. So, um, okay. Check out Xanadu. Um, <laughs> well, you don't have to. It's very silly. Just, I might. <laughs> Just saying. I might. I might. If I can find a screaming somewhere. Maybe and, we and can speed review Xanadu. Xanadu on uh, for our Patreons. <laughs> Hello. Things things that I, I I know I should watch, but I don't want to. I usually if I can speed it up like to then, one and a half you speed, can suffer through then it. Then I'll do it. Yeah. So if I could if I could find the content out there that is speed upable, you might catch it'll, me out here good. and join okay. Xanadu. Um <laughs> I just wanted to sh- say we talked about R. Kelly a couple weeks ago because he was sentenced to um, 30 years in prison for Mm -hmm. basically using his wealth and power and fame to abuse women, girls, and boys for a year. Right. For years. Um, But guess what? Um, Part of his sentence included that he had to pay a bunch of court fines and give money to, I believe, part of his, whatever he pays goes to um, some fund a victims to help, fund yeah human track human trafficking victims oh, okay okay but um the he owes the court one hundred forty thousand dollars and he hasn't paid it so the court said oh my god you know what we seen your commissary account your inmate account there's twenty eight thousand yeah. dollars in there and so they just took uh, it they're like well they haven't yet but they can and they are asking for it uh so anyway i yeah, just jesus christ he's he's gotta have like shit tons of money yeah i mean he wrote music he wrote songs for michael jackson for whitney houston he's and gotta Swindling, be still not to earning money own. off of that yeah yeah i mean i know we're none of us are playing his music at the cookouts i haven't heard r kelly at all this summer but um somebody out there is still listening. somebody and is so, yeah. yeah he is yeah. St- he is still i think earning money so um uh, get those get those fees y'all so yeah. that um the money can go towards some good so i just yeah i just thought it was fo- it was funny the headline r kelly is broke <laughs> uh, but not quite not really so, yeah, yeah so that's that's the last one his, I got. his broke ass is in jail his broke ass is in jail yes <laughs> yes look at my friend yes <laughs> i got, uh, so what one else you got more story for you okay, okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. So this happened in Richmond, California. Okay. Bay Area. Yeah. Is it? I didn't know where it was. It just... I think so. Okay. A 36-year-old man who has not been identified was enraged after Uh-oh. being uninvited to the services for his mother after she passed away. Whoa. His oh, rage resulted in a chaotic altercation between eight to 20 members of the same family who are reportedly armed. Oh my God. I'm just imagining they're a bunch of rednecks, but I don't really know. Well, you know, temper (laughs) emotions are high at funerals. You've never been to a funeral where this uncle and that uncle fight and then somebody has to threaten to call the police to get them to stop. No, no weddings, weddings. Yes. Not, not, Funeral. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the feud first broke out between the brother and the and sister who had not gotten along for many years. When the sister's boyfriend tried to break up the dispute, the brother, who reportedly had a stun gun, began beating the boyfriend. On Officers, his person? A on stun his gun? Person. Yep, yep. My, 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 sir, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Officers responded to Rolling Hills Cemetery in Northern California. So, yeah, I guess Bay Area. Okay. After several 911 reports of a large family fight. Wow. And then they came across a chaotic altercation. 
At some point during the argument, the brother got into his car with the intention of running over his sister. Oh, no. Instead, he drove across the grass and gravestones, knocking over (gasps) and damaging headstones and breaking a water main, which Uh flooded the funeral director's grandmother's plot and and also the mother's empty grave. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. What a disaster. This is Three Stooges level. (laughs) I know. Wow. (laughs) While driving across the grass, the brother struck another woman in her 30s, his not his intended target. Um, she went to the hospital with non-life life-threatening injuries, so she's okay. Okay. Um, he also managed to knock over his mother's casket. <laughs> Are you serious? This isn't a joke. This no, this sounds this like a setup true. for a joke I or a know. bit. I know. I know. It sounds like a you know a, a scene in a comedy, a comedy movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow. So they knocked over the mother's casket, but her body didn't fall out. So there's that. <laughs> pandemonium, pandemonium. And wow. That, and then when oh the brother got out of his car, a different family member struck him in the head with a cane. <laughs> hey, stop acting the fool. Wow. Wow. Uncle, Uncle Charlie is losing it, Mom. <laughs> Whoa. Can you imagine being it? I mean, wow. No. What a scene. What a what scene. A scene. Yeah. So wow. the brother was arrested for felony assault with a deadly weapon and vandalism. And mm. preliminary estimates from the Memorial Park suggest the dispute caused at least $20,000 worth of damage. Wow. <laughs> and you know what? If it's intentional, insurance won't pay for it. They so, won't pay for it, huh? Ooh, he's going to, you know, that's a, that's a hefty bill. I don't, pay, I don't yeah. have $20,000 laying around. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, that's why I don't go around fighting fools in public or running people <laughs> over with a car. Come on now. Wow. What a story. Yeah. I I love that that one. one. I think that is, that is, um, rockets in my shoes, more like atomic bombs. Okay. (laughs) What a, wow. I don't know what to say. You better, uh, call Trump and get the nuclear codes. (laughs) Oh Oh my God. That is good. Well, Oh, my friend, this has been fun. I've yeah. missed you. I'm so glad Me we got too. to catch up on the news. Yeah. And um, thank you all for joining us. Look, yeah. that's the news. Look alive, y'all. It's crazy out there. <laughs> it really Seriously. is. <laughs> yeah. detective came and knocked on the door and I said is it Renee and he just gave me that solemn look it was the worst day ever the proof podcast is back with a new case and a new season 23 years ago 18 year old Renee Ramos went missing her body was later found in an empty Home Depot building on the edge of town I don't think that they arrested the right people it's about time somebody's trying to do something she had a black eye about two weeks before she was murdered They are involved. They definitely had her body and her backpack. You know people are going to judge you, right? Of course. They're judging me now. They've been judging me damn near my whole life. You can listen now to season two of Proof, wherever you get your podcasts. And follow along with us as we reinvestigate the murder at the warehouse. I have to ask, did you kill Renee? Three AM, the comedy horror podcast that holds weekly gatherings around the campfire. Let me tell you what you're gonna get. You're gonna hear stories about demonic possessions, prison stabbings, skinwalkers, glitches in the Matrix, cult leaders, missing 411, night marchers, Operation Paperclip, Mesopotamian devil worship, and so many monsters it'll give Kanye West a runaway for his money. Pop and meme culture also aren't off topic. A camp where laughs and scares are constantly competing for first place. We're just a group of friends trying to bust each other's balls 
find the best stories, and expand the circle in the process. 3AM, the comedy horror podcast, not for the faint or fragile of heart. Let's go.